0: With a relentless focus on excellence in healthcare, Pullman Regional Hospital presents The Health Podcast.
1: Heart disease is the leading cause of death in America, and it's the cause of one third of all deaths in women. That's more than the number of deaths caused by all types of cancer combined. Fortunately, heart disease is mostly preventable with proper education and lifestyle changes. And here to talk with us about what you need to know about heart health is Dr. David Jones, a board-certified cardiologist with Palouse Heart Center at Pullman Regional Hospital. Dr. Jones, thank you for your time. First off, can you explain to us what exactly is heart disease?
0: So heart disease is best thought of is, is, is any ailment that affects uh, the heart, and thinking maybe more expansively the cardiovascular sy- system. Um, some people think of heart attacks, and is a heart attack heart disease? Well, it certainly is, uh, but heart disease can also include disturbances of heart rhythm. It can include stroke. It can include peripheral vascular disease with uh, problems such as um Infections in the legs, uh, non-healing wounds, or even leg pain with activity. It can include exertional chest pain or shortness of breath with a condition such as asthma. Um, excuse me, a condition that might feel like asthma. It can also include uh, problems such as passing out, congestive heart failure, or valvular heart disease.
1: So heart disease can lead to all of those things. So to have a heart attack, basically, you have heart disease first. Is that right?
0: Uh, that would be correct.
1: So to have a heart attack, obviously you have to have heart disease, which has been building up. So speaking of building up over time, for someone that's young who is listening, do they need to worry about heart health or when should someone start worrying about their heart health?
0: Well, I suppose that heart health is really foundational to, uh, to good health. If we think about the lifestyle and the habits that lead to being healthy, um, those things will also often lead to Heart health. What what those things might include, very simply put, would be the things that we might all kind of intuitively think are good for us. Um, Eating good foods from a a variety of selections, low in saturated fats, um, diets that are heavily plant-based, avoiding uh, too much alcohol, not smoking, getting routine exercise, and um, being ideal body weight, and then going to uh, the, the doctor for routine medical checks.
1: So paying attention to your lifestyle choices is important. Besides that, are there factors then that increase the risk for heart disease?
0: Yes, there are. So aside from the lifestyle features which are a, a, a very big and important player in risk factors for heart disease and allow a lot of modification and reduction of risk, of uh, factors that we have control over would be things like body weight, activity level, dietary selections. Um, smoking, overuse of alcohol, um, things we can't control would be things like our, our, our family history or our inheritance, which can raise our risk, um, and some, some diseases such as diabetes and high cholesterol, which we can sometimes improve on with lifestyle changes, but may be inherited. Fortunately, these conditions can also be treated with medications if the lifestyle, um, modifications aren't enough.
1: So if you have a family history of heart disease or one of the other things you listed, you should probably start paying attention to your heart health before you normally would. You should probably be concerned with that, knowing that you have a family history of heart disease. That's correct. So let's talk about heart attack in women. What are the symptoms of heart attack for women?
0: So I think it's a common misconception that women have completely different symptoms or a completely different experience. With heart attacks or, or angina than men. Um, the truth is, women are a little more likely to get what we'll call an atypical symptom, but the still, mo- the most common symptom for women is chest pain. And a lot of people will say, well, chest pain is not really pain. And that's because what they're really often describing is an ache or a tightness or a pressure. Um, or a vague sense of not feeling well, but it all is, is then centered in their chest. Women are a little more likely than men to have what we call atypical symptoms, and these would be symptoms of nausea, shortness of breath, back pain, neck pain, jaw pain, or shoulder pain. Men can also get these symptoms, but men are more likely to get the straightforward symptom of
1: chest tightness. So if a woman feels one of these things that you were just describing, how does she know it's a heart? Attack? You how do you know that
0: so i I think it's again um something a lot of people struggle with. It's not really a patient's job to know what their problem is. It is their job taking responsibility for their health to report that to their physician or their provider. It's part of the importance of having an established relationship. certainly, if the symptoms feel severe, there's a sense of impending doom. They're passing out with them, it's really uncomfortable, they're very sick with it, then the 911 call or a trip to the emergency department, I think, is in order. If the symptom is more, um, I'll say, much more mild or comes and goes away, contacting the the patient's provider would, would be a reasonable first step.
1: Okay, really good information, and that's what I was looking for. So, what can someone do to reduce their risk of developing heart disease?
0: So I think this kind of goes back to what we were talking about with um, some of the other questions. It's really establishing a relationship with a primary care provider, um, having a sense of ideal blood pressure, ideal cholesterol, a good diet. Uh, There's a lot of information on what a good diet is. Diets we're typically recommending right now through the American Heart Association include the DASH diet, which stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension, and the Mediterranean diet. There's information on both diets that are easily found with a Google engine search. Uh, There's also books available through bookstores on both diets. And then routine exercise, and that is actually defined as exercise most days of the week for at least 40 minutes. So if somebody's achieving about 150 minutes of cardiovascular exercise or aerobic exercise a week, they're hitting their number.
1: So speaking of numbers, we hear the term, know your numbers. When it comes to heart health, what numbers should we know and strive for?
0: So I'm gonna gonna pick a few. And the ones I like patients to focus on, first of all, is I, I, ideal body weight, which is a difficult one. And there can be some, some variance, but I think if we're a, a long ways out of variance, we intuitively know there's a we're out of range. Um, and, and there's calculators we can put in our height and weight, and it can give us some sense of how close we are to an ideal body weight or height, weight, and build. Um, the next number I think is important is blood pressure. Ideal blood pressure currently is under 120 over 80. There's some allowances for some drift and some variance, but having a sense of our blood pressure is important. The amount of routine exercise we should get a week, um, and then uh, cholesterol numbers. And cholesterol numbers, I don't think, are, are something that anybody should have to memorize, but they should be checked. They should be checked with some frequency based on the result, and they should be addressed accordingly to what the results
1: are. That's excellent. So anybody can find these numbers out. Uh, Dr. Jones just laid out an easy four-step number strategy here. Know your ideal body weight. Know your blood pressure. Make sure you're exercising and know your cholesterol. And keeping those in the normal range are really going to help you fight oncoming heart disease. Is that correct?
0: That's correct. And I'll uh, elaborate a little more. Not just heart disease, but there are other diseases that are affected by the same risk factors. Some
1: of them are cancer. So true. Great point. Well, Dr. Jones, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. For more information, please visit PullmanRegional.org. That's PullmanRegional.org. This is the health podcast from Pullman Regional. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.